0: Hi there everyone and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine and I am your host today. Uh, actually I'm a little late. Uh, I was supposed to do Friday uh, by myself and I didn't get to do that. Uh, so uh, I'm going to do episodes 52.1 and 52.2 today to get caught up. So this is Revelation chapter 16 and 17. So I apologize uh, for the delay from Friday. Uh, but circumstances beyond my control couldn't help it so i will not diddle and uh get right to it because uh, there's a lot to read uh and as always i'm going to say it um there's a lot of you know symbolism here and uh it's a mystery to me so uh but we shouldn't be scared to read revelation that's the bottom line so let's go ahead and pray and uh, we will um Uh, Dive right into uh, Revelation chapter 16 and 17. So, all right, let's pray. Holy God, Heavenly Father, we come to you so humble and so thankful and so grateful because we love you so much uh, that you provide for us, you take care of us, you are in control of everything that goes on in this world. And so uh, we just. We put it all in your hands, all of it. We rely completely and 100% on you, and uh, we know that you don't want us to worry about anything, but we you want us to pray about everything, so this is what we do. We pray about it. So Lord, thank you for being our Heavenly Father and taking care of us. We thank you mostly for the gift of your Son, Jesus, and the blood that he shed on the cross for us, and we just are thankful that we have salvation through him. And Lord, I'm thankful for those who are out there listening. Uh, I'm thankful that they were able to join me today. I pray blessings over each and every one of them and their families and their friends. Lord, just put a covering over them and uh, continue to bring more. Bring more and more people to listen to uh, reading your word one chapter at a time, Lord. So thank you for providing the the, the tools to be able to put this out there. Uh, this is an amazing thing to be able to read the, the word of God into the world. So thank you for that. Pray blessings over Jeremiah. Watch over him and his family. And I pray that uh, we'll be able to get with him uh, this week so that we can do our podcast together. Sure, miss doing that with him. So uh, that's it. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for uh, just watching over us and taking care of us. So Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way in Jesus name. Amen. If you heard my dog barking, I apologize. So, all right. So chapter 16, this is episode 52.1. I'm just going to read all the way through and then we'll just kind of, I didn't highlight a whole lot because again, like I said, I, I'm not entirely sure, but there's things that seem like they're important to me. So, all right. Chapter 16. Then I heard a mighty voice from the temple say to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out on the earth the seven bowls containing God's wrath. So the first angel left the temple and poured out his bowl on the earth, and horrible malignant sores broke out on everyone who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped his statue. Then the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it became like the blood of a corpse. And everything in the sea died. Then, this, uh, then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs, and they became blood. And I heard the angel who had authority over all water saying, You are just, O Holy One, who is and who always was. Because you have sent these judgments, since they shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, you have given them blood to drink. It is their just reward. And I heard a voice from the altar saying, Yes, O Lord God, the Almighty, your judgments are true and just. Sorry about that. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, causing it to torch everyone with its fire. Everyone was burned by this blast of heat, and they cursed the name of God, who had control over all these plagues. They did not repent of their sins and turn to God and give him glory. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged into darkness. His subjects ground their teeth in anguish, and they cursed the God of heaven for their pains and sores, but they did not repent of their evil deeds and turned to God. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great Euphrates River, and it dried up, so that the kings from the east could march their armies toward the west without hindrance, and I saw three evil spirits that look like frogs leap from the mouths of the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. They are demonic spirits who work miracles and go out to all the rulers of the world to gather them for battle against the Lord on that great judgment day of God the Almighty. Look, I will come as expectantly as a thief. Blessed are those who are watching for me, who keep their clothing ready, so they will not have to walk around naked and ashamed. And the demonic spirits gathered all the rulers and their armies to a place with the Hebrew name Armageddon. Then the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the the air. And a mighty shout came from the throne of the temple, in the temple, saying, It is finished. Then the thunder crashed and rolled, and lightning flashed, and a great earthquake struck, the worst since people were placed on the earth. The great city of Babylon split into three sections, and the cities of many nations fell into heaps of rubble. So God remembered all of Babylon's sins, and he made her drink the cup that was filled with the wine of his fierce wrath. And every island disappeared and all the mountains were leveled. There was a terrible hailstorm and hailstones weighing as much as 75 pounds fell from the sky onto the people below. They cursed God because of the terrible plague of the hailstorm. <clears throat> 52.2, uh, chapter 17. One of the seven angels who had poured out the seven bowls came over and spoke to me. Come with me, he said, and I will show you the judgment that is coming to come on the great prostitute who rules over many waters. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her, and the people who belong to this world have been made drunk by the wine of her immorality. So the angel took me in the spirit into the wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that had seven heads and ten horns, and blasphemies against God were written all over it. The woman wore purple and scarlet clothing and beautiful jewelry made of gold and precious gems and pearls. In her hand, she held a, a gold goblet full of obscenities and the impurities of her immorality. A mysterious name was written on her forehead. Babylon the Great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world. I can see that she was drunk. "'drunk with the blood of God's holy people "'who were witnesses for Jesus. "'I I stared at her in complete amazement. "'Why are you so amazed?' the angel asked. "'I will tell you the mystery of this woman "'and of the beast with seven heads "'and ten horns on which she sits. "'The beast you saw was once alive, but it isn't now, "'and yet he will soon come up out of the bottomless pit "'and go to eternal destruction.' And the people who belong to this world whose names were not written in the book of life before the world was made will be amazed at the reappearance of this beast who had died. This calls for a mind with understanding with understanding. The seven heads of the beast represent the seven hills where the woman rules. They also represent seven kings. Five kings have already fallen. The sixth now reigns and the seventh is yet to come but his reign will be brief. The Scarlet Beast that was, but is no longer, is the eighth king. He is like the other seven and he too is headed for destruction. The ten horns of the beast are ten kings who have not yet risen to power. They will be appointed to their kingdoms for one brief moment to reign with the beast. They will all agree to give him their power and authority. Together, they will go to war against the lamb, but the lamb will defeat them because he is lord of all lords and king of all kings. And his call and his called and chosen and faithful ones will be with him. Then the angel said to me, the waters where the prostitute is ruling represent masses of people of every nation and language. The scarlet beast and his ten horns will all hate the prostitute. They will strip her naked, eat her flesh and Burn her remains with fire. For God has put a plan into their minds, a plan that will carry out his purpose. They will agree to give their authority to the scarlet beast, and so the words of God will be fulfilled. And this woman you saw in your vision represents the great city that rules over the kings of the world. All right. So I highlighted a few things. Um, I started in verse one. Then I heard a mighty voice from the temple say to the angels, um, go your ways and pour out the earth on the earth, the seven bowls containing God's wrath. So here we go. Um, The first bowl, the first angel, first bowl on the earth, horrible malignant sores, I'm sorry, broke out on everyone who had the mark of the beast and who worshiped his statue. Then the second bowl was poured on the sea and it became like blood of a corpse and everything in the sea died. The third uh, bowl was poured out on the rivers and springs and they became blood. And I heard the angel who had authority over all the water saying, "Uh, you are just a holy one who is and who always was. Since they shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, you have given them blood to drink. So there's gonna be a period, I think, where there's, you know, the martyrs are gonna be killed. You know, anybody who lays claim to Jesus, they're gonna get killed more than they are already in this day and age. Uh, It's gonna be very evident. Anybody who doesn't have the mark, who doesn't have their way of being able to, you know, buy and sell or whatever, they're gonna get killed if they're caught. So it's gonna be an interesting time so uh and then the uh another voice from the altar said oh yes oh lord god the almighty your judgments are true and just so just kind of give him a little praise and worship there the fourth angel on uh, poured out his bowl on the sun causing it to scorch everyone with its fire everyone was burned by this blast of heat and they cursed the name of god who had control over all the plagues they didn't repent oh my gosh and turn to God and give Him glory. You know, if they just repent, I'm thinking, you know, that God can do anything, and He can remove that mark of the beast. I think I don't know, but I'm thinking God's pretty big, so He probably do it. Um, then, the fifth angel's bowl was poured on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged into darkness. His subjects around their teeth, uh, his subjects ground their teeth in anguish. And they cursed the God of heaven for their pains, but they didn't repent of their evil deeds and to turn to God. And that's what happens if you don't turn to God. Uh, Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the Euphrates River. It dried up so that the kings from the east could march their armies towards the west without hindrance. I don't know what the significance of that is. Uh, The three evil spirits... I didn't really highlight any of that. I'm sure there's a lot of really big stuff here that I just don't know about. I didn't get to read my notes from that last uh, Bible study. So I didn't pick up again until I highlighted the word Armageddon in 16, because we all know that word, Armageddon. Um, there's a movie called Armageddon. Uh, the f- seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air And a mighty shout came from the throne in the temple saying, It is finished. Loud thunder crashed and lightnings flashing. And it's the worst earthquake since people were put on the earth. Babylon split into three sections. I don't know what city they're referring Babylon to, but it's something big. Uh, God remembered all of Babylon's sins. And he made her drink the cup that was filled with the wine of his fierce wrath and every island disappeared, and all the mountains were leveled. I mean, can you imagine that all the islands just disappeared? Did they sink? Did they just, you know, you know, there's people that live on some islands, you know? I don't know. Um, then going into chapter 17, I highlighted the first uh, one through two, talking about the great prostitute. I don't know who the greatest prostitute is. I have my suspicions but I don't know for sure so I'm not going to say it uh, because I don't want to be wrong Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually do a little reading on that and maybe I can get back to you tomorrow on that so uh, the bowls over uh, the angels who had poured out the seven bowls came over and spoke to me come with me and I will show you the judgment that is going to come on the great prostitute who rules over many waters the kings of the world have committed adultery with her, and the people who belong to this world have made, been made drunk by the wine of her immorality. Somebody is telling lies to these people, and people are, like, accepting it uh, very easily. Then in five, a mysterious name was written on her forehead, Babylon the Great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world. I can see that she was drunk with the blood of God's holy people who were witness to his Uh, for Jesus. I stared at her in complete amazement. Okay, why are you so amazed? Because they're going to tell about the mystery of this woman. Uh, The beast you saw was once alive, but it isn't now. Uh, I jumped down to, oh, and yet he will come up out of the bottomless pit. I'm assuming that the bottomless pit is, um, it says the abyss or the abyss or the underworld. So that must be hell is what I'm thinking. Uh, and the people who belong to this world, this world, whose names were not written in the book of life before the world was made, will be amazed at the reappearance of the of this beast who had died. So they're going to be like, oh, wow, they're going to be like, you know, blinded by whatever phenomenal things that they're seeing. Then I pop down to 14, uh, talking about these kings, these 10 kings, they turned over their... Uh, they will be appointed to their kingdoms for one br- brief moment to reign with the beast they will all agree to give the beast uh, their power and authority they're just going to sign over whatever to them to him together they will go to war against the lamb but the lamb will defeat them because he is the lord of all lords and king of all kings and his and is called and chosen and faithful ones will be with him see this is the hope that i keep talking about this is the hope because we know that Jesus wins. In the end, and then uh, the waters where the prostitute is ruling represents masses of people of every nation and language. The scarlet beast and his ten horns all hate the prostitute. I don't know why. Uh, so that's all I highlighted. Those are just things that kind of popped out at me. Um, uh, if anybody has more information regarding this chap, these two chapters, it'd be great. I'd be happy to hear about it. Um but uh you know again I'm you know flying by the seat of my pants here. So uh I hope that uh that y'all are enjoying reading this uh and you're not scared by it because we know who wins in the end. So with that said, uh if you haven't uh made Jesus Lord of your life, if you haven't uh become a Christ follower, I will lead you in a prayer that is between you and God and your heart. And uh, I'm merely just leading you in the prayer. I highly encourage you to turn your life over to Jesus because you certainly don't want to live through these horrible uh, rats, these these bowls that are being poured out onto the earth. You know that's what's going to happen. The people who are not believers in Christ uh, are going to, you know, have to live through this. So you know, the more people we can get uh, as Christ followers, the, better as far as I'm concerned. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am a sinner and I'm not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the gift of your son Jesus. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him thank you for my salvation in jesus name amen if you said that prayer for the first time congratulations and welcome into the family you are now a part of the kingdom of heaven and you are a brother and sister in christ so congratulations write it in your uh, bible uh the top of 16 or 17 um that today is your new uh, birthday and uh, start living for christ Uh, i suggest you get to a Uh, a pastor or a church somebody who can help you to get to the next step in your new christian life Uh, get involved uh volunteer uh you know get to a ministry start a ministry start a bible study you know there's so many things you can say and do uh for the kingdom so that's my uh suggestion to go ahead and do that so one other note real quick so october 1st was on saturday and uh that was our one-year anniversary uh, that we started doing this, Jeremiah and I. So I'm kind of sad that we didn't get to celebrate it together. But if I can get him to do tomorrow's with me, that would be great. Uh, something different uh, in the middle of the week. So, uh, but we need to celebrate that we've been doing this for a year. We're almost done. Uh, we're about three quarters of the way through Rev- Revelations, and we will have finished the Bible in a little bit over a year. So congratulations! You're awesome. You're doing a great job uh, very diligent and keep doing it. Um, and we're going to keep doing this until, you know, till till Jesus comes home. That's the way I look at it. So well, congratulations. And uh, thank you as always for joining me. Uh, well, I don't know what time it is that you're able to do this, but, uh, morning, noon or night, I'm just glad that you're here with me and uh, you're on this journey. So God bless you. Have a great evening and I will see you tomorrow.